Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello one and all, and welcome to Behind the Glass, your weekly automotive podcast hosted by two rather uninformed enthusiasts. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I'm Sam from the YouTube channel Scene 2 Glass. Oh, I'm Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales. And you can watch us each week on YouTube. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and most podcast players. We hope you enjoy the episode. Well, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> Welcome, those of you uh, watching us on YouTube or listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or even maybe over on Recast. Uh, if you are watching us, you will have noticed that Tony and I have been joined by Paul Wallace from Supercars of London. What an intro. Thank you for having me. I thought you were going to say some nicer things, but anyway. No, never. Uh, welcome back to the main podcast, Paul. Uh, lots of you, I th- well, I think most of you... All- all of you will know who Paul is, um, but most podcast listeners will know him from the After the Shuckered Flag series we do. Oh, exactly. Very successful. Special, very successful. <laughs> World-renowned uh, one special series. Known by all the drivers. <laughs> but he is here on the main show this week because Tony and I are trialling a new format. Look, do you know, Tony, we've been doing weekly episodes now for three years. Yeah, I do know. She just told me off camera. Thank you for ruining the <laughs> magic that is podcast production. Um, well, yes, uh, I did just tell you. I did just remind you of that Leave fact. Leave a little bit in there. Yeah, yeah, come on, Tony. Don't ruin the magic. But um, yeah, we've been doing, I mean, we've taken a couple of breaks here and there, but essentially we've been doing, uh, yeah, weekly episodes for three years. And it's been brilliant and we still love doing them. But this year we want to introduce a f- just a few new formats. We want to evolve ever so slightly and there are some exciting things ahead. But one of these new formats, pot- I'm going to say potentially, because today could be a disaster. It's not confirmed yet. It's definitely not confirmed yet. Uh, Is Car Park Chat, which is what you're listening to right now. Theoretically, a monthly special. So these episodes, I think, will take place once a month, depending on how today goes. (laughs) And they came about because Tony and I reference it a lot. We We have a WhatsApp group chat, myself, Tony and Paul. And... It's actually called F1 Experts. It is. Which, I mean, is so badly titled because none of us are F1 experts. <laughs> well, you two know I think that's the irony. That is the irony. But last year when F1 was kicking off with the Verstappen-Hamilton battle, we were talking about F1 a lot. So we had this group chat going. And truth be told, F1 gets discussed in that group chat very little. I think most of the time, sometimes it's cars. Most of the time it is just I don't even know what. Just going in on each other, basically. Yeah, everyone's trying to wind each other up. Pretty Most of the time it's Paul sending TikTok links that Tony and I ignore. I don't <laughs> remember the last time I sent a TikTok link into that group. Oh, about four days ago. 
Yeah, really? we just ignored it. Yeah. That's why. Cool. <laughs> anyway, at some point we thought, you know what? This is there's probably a podcast episode in this WhatsApp group somewhere. By the way, is my microphone a bit weird? Do you hear me keep coming like in and out? No, not really. Just it's just me? a slightly different shape to ours. Well, yeah, it's a, it is a different microphone. Well, well spotted, Paul. <laughs> I'm on um, it. I'm on it. But just audio-wise, I thought it was coming and going. Anyway, we're fine. So yeah, so look. Uh, welcome, Car Park Chats, episode one. Um, there is no format to these episodes. That is the kind of rule, is that we turn up and we just chat. So I don't really know where this is going to go. Uh, it should be a it- car crash. It should be a car crash. <laughs> be a full-on crash. What hey. was the last car crash you had, Tony? Me? Yeah. Oh, right. Go on, let's start there. Uh, I hit a skip. You hit a skip. <laughs> <laughs> and my mate, no, and my mate nearly went through the window. It was the funniest thing. Oh, but like a big, like you, you really hit a skip. Yeah. What? How long ago? Uh, nineteen ninety nine. Oh wow. Okay. What? You were thirty two. Forty two. What car? It was a BMW. Uh, wait a minute. Let me get this right. E. Oh, what was before the E36? The E30? Yeah. Yeah. That okay. boxy shape. Yeah, the boxy shape. The Three, iconic M3 325 shape. 325IM Sport. Wrote it off. <laughs> Smashed it straight into skip. That's quite terrifying. I was going to say, were you aiming for the skip? Like, I was 18, mate. You were 18. I mean, okay. it was you a, on a joyride. Did you nick it? No, no, no. I paid <laughs> pay for it with real money. So basically, I was driving round a blind corner. Mm-hmm. Flat out. <laughs> Classic. Things yeah. don't change, eh? Yeah, I was going to say, driving change. style hasn't changed. It's just that I've got a little bit more control now. Then I was really clueless. Now I'm just a little bit <laughs> Obviously clueless. Obviously, you ended up <laughs> smashing into In a, a skip. skip. <laughs> and there was a big van. I couldn't tell you what van it was coming down the other way. And I have a head on with the van. I hit the skip. So I hit the skip. You mate was all right? I mean, he hurt his head a bit. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was a big imprint. I mean, I, the car was total bit. Bloody hell. Yeah. But since then, nothing... No, no, I never had another crash again since then. Paul? That's quite impressive. Paul has one a week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually here to demyth a lot of what gets talked about on this podcast. About me, without having being able to defend myself. What, what classes is a crash? <laughs> that fender that you had last week, definitely a crash. No, so... I mean, I've curbed a lot of wheels. Yeah, that's not a crash. I mean, <laughs> welcome to living in central London, something I know about a lot. Um, the last time one of my cars got damaged was not by me, but it was on my mum's driveway. Were you in the car? No, the car like, wasn't even on. Doesn't count. I want a, I want an incident that you were involved in, ideally behind the wheel where the car oh, okay, needed repairs. So, oh, I can think of half a dozen. <laughs> I don't think so you want take, to, take your pick. I don't think he wants to talk about all of them on the podcast. <laughs> oh we'll, let, we'll let Paul choose which stories. Well, it's tell. only an hour long, this podcast. We won't have time. The one <laughs> memorable crash that happened in France where I was behind the wheel. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> no, it's gonna, you know which one it's going to be. It's going to be the sob story one. The so, one with the one with the big payout. Yeah, there, yeah. There, there was there was a payout basically. Oh, I, don't, I don't even know about that. You one. So that's must seven. know this one. <laughs> Every now and again, if he sits down for a long time, he stands up. He goes, "Oh yeah, I'm still My a bit stiff back. from when well, I nearly got killed." Yeah, go on, tell the story. So basically, we were heading over to France for New Year's. I was in my Vauxhall Astra. What a whip! What a whip! First car, fantastic. It ended up in the size of I don't know one meter by one meter metal where it got scrapped out in France because basically oh, I thought you crashed it really hard. I someone it crashed into me How'd really you get hard. Out? I pulled up into the toll booth uh, in front. I was in convoy with my brother, 
and we were stationary getting our tickets and stuff. And then this car from behind literally slams into the back of us at, I don't know, 35, 40 mile an hour, almost as if he was reading a map in front of his steering wheel and not knowing that there was a toll booth coming up. He just thought he was on the motorway. Slammed into the back of us. We then slammed into the um, back of the car in front who then went straight through the barrier. So like it was a big three car. Tony's still laughing. (laughs) And um, it was terrifying because I literally kind of realized what had happened when I like tensed up and all I could hear was like this constant horn. Now for you two that don't play, playstation or grand theft auto oh we've grown up yeah. yeah bloody hell when you have a car crash on grand theft auto and the horn just plays out it means the person in the other car has died is that what, did somebody die in your crash so i literally hopped out the window because i couldn't get out of the door ran back to the car behind because the horn was going off all of their airbags went off i was thinking i was about to see a dead body <gasps> i was terrified and it was a, a young family it was a father and a father, uh, a father and a mother and a young girl in the back of the mini countryman or whatever. Okay. All three cars fully written off. Um, we like pushed the cars into the... Lake. Were they all right? You never got to... <laughs> Were they all right? They were, were they absolutely fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, thankfully. Thankfully, Safety my God. God. Exactly, yeah. yeah. If they were in an old mini, like, they would have all been finished. Or a French car. <laughs> <laughs> or Citroen or Renault, you've been dead. <laughs> Thank I God mean, for the Germans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was it was a fairly terrifying experience that lasted like another two years whilst we were going through like the whole legal and injury stuff. Injury because, lawyers for you. Yeah, That's yeah, how Paul yeah, bought his yeah. Mercy Lago. <laughs> yeah, I never did a video on how I bought my Mercy Lago. <laughs> By suing French people. Um, I, I remember, I guess, did we first meet shortly after that? When did that happen? Um, that would have happened potentially like 2015 yeah because i had the r8 at the time oh okay because the astra which was my first car i then gave to my sister so that she could have a car to scoot around on you give her a car that was smashed up no, no i gave it to him one piece prior to the accident oh prior right. but i was still a named driver there's no there's no boot or anything oh, be fine. <laughs> the memories <laughs> um, what would that have been was, a cat i always get confused oh, no because that was a write-off right? oh yeah the car got crushed in uh, france okay. <laughs> i mean i'd be amazed if it's back on the road probably <laughs> a, a gravel with francaise <laughs> yeah it's your specialty, isn't it? Have I seen Cat- yeah. Have I, yeah, have I no. seen a black Astra at yours recently? <laughs> <laughs> Got your hell. story. I had uh, it painted, it's grey now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not stupid. I changed the colour. Uh, mine was the Modball crash, which I think we've spoken about on this on the, oh, on the pod. Yeah. Well, that was, was genuinely oh. I remember you sending me pictures of that. Yeah. And that was genuinely horrific. Do you remember that movie Final Destination? No. You never saw don't Final Destination. Ref- Do not reference movies. Why to not? Me. I've Tony, seen, have you ever seen Final Destination? Yeah, yeah, I've seen all of them. Fucking amazing. Oh, there we go. Car park the chat. real Sam's coming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah but for, for just a reference, ladies and gentlemen, Sam, in general, profusely swears. <laughs> All the time. It's really bad. Like, I, I don't know how I've been able to curtail it on, on social media. Yeah, because I, I do swear a lot as well. And you would think that I am the I am the gutter mouth, but you are easily as bad. Yeah, yeah. As it's me. boarding school. That's yeah. what I'm going to play. I actually remember the first time I saw, I had a friend. Can I say his name? 
I'm yeah, going to say his name. Shout out if he's Chris listening. Harry. No. This <laughs> <laughs> friend, William Windsor. <laughs> no, it's an even better name. Mungo Von Halley. Mungo? Oh, I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I can see why you didn't know whether you could say his name no, or not, because no. he's the only person with that name. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's not like, oh, that could be my friend. No, it's Mungo Von Halley. And when I, I must have been young, like six or, I don't know. Six or seven, yeah, yeah. started swearing. I come home. <laughs> And my sister was having a bath and like that, and she came out and she went, "Hello, Sal." And I went, "Shut up, you stupid cow!" <laughs> I thought he was going to say another <laughs> word there. I think I did say the other word. And literally, my mum like basically dropped my sister and was like, "I was like, Wait. Mungo said it." <laughs> Hold on a minute. You were six, so how old was your sister at the time? Eight or something. In the bath, and your mum was holding her. <laughs> my sister's very lazy. So your mum was just dropped your sister. <laughs> his sister, his sister only learns to walk at fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've met my sister, you know that's true. Um, so yeah, damn you, Mungo, for creating this potty mouth. Um, but yeah, the mod board, the mod board incident. Just to recap very quickly, uh, R8 spider going down the motorway. There was a big crash. The uh, actually, it could have been your crash. The other side of the road. <laughs> stationary traffic and a van ploughed into a stationary car at like 60, 60 miles an hour and the car literally exploded and a huge piece of metal I don't even know if it was a door or something like that flew up into the air onto our side of the road smashed into the car um, I did bleed but it was like real what's it called um like sympathetic bleeding? No, what's it called? Not sympathetic bleeding. Just like, bleeding. I don't know, surface bleeding? Yeah, like, like anyway. So it looked more dramatic when I first looked at myself and then doused in water and actually I was fine. But yeah, it was one of those weird final destination moments where... A second later or a meter later, we would have been dead because roof was down, metal would have oh been on God. our heads, all those kind of things. But um, yeah, I mean, pretty car crashes, if you haven't had one and touch wood, you haven't. Or don't. Or don't. The sound is, I think, what stays with you, right? Mm. It's quite well, it's a thud. The th yeah. yeah, it's uh, a horrible thud. It's like metal crunching. Yeah. It's almost hard to remember the physicality but the noise is very easy to remember, yeah. I think. Quite a terrifying... I actually just remember looking up in my rearview mirror and seeing this car coming towards, and I realising, like, this is coming at pace for me to be stationary. Probably thought it was me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, when you chase him around Red Rock Road, he has the same flashbacks. <laughs> the cars... Actually, do you, do you think you check your rearview mirror more than you used to? Um... Only really coming into tolls. Okay. So like in France, I still kind of double, triple check to make sure. And I, I slow down but so much. Get out. <laughs> so there's a, there's yeah. a great prank though. The next time we're on a road trip, let's just hang back and then we'll go right up. Do you know how far you'd have to hang back to be behind me on a road trip? Yes, yeah, so if you don't know, Paul does drive at 40 miles an hour when the speed limit is 75. That is the truth. Every road trip we've been on, we have to wait about an hour at the lunch stop for Paul to catch up. Because the views are so nice yeah you are actually well, on the motorway i don't think Sometimes. people would expect it you're the captain slow of our group yeah you actually are <laughs> i don't know how else we would rank i guess you would have to be clarkson because you're an you're just a hooligan an, uh, a sideways hooligan yeah and that makes me hammered which upsets me i don't really want to be hammered because he just crashes all the time <laughs> yeah crashes all the time and i was like i never clicked with hammond as a producer <laughs> <laughs> You don't James. have to actually be him. It's more the driving style, because I definitely don't resemble James May as his personality. I don't sit at home filming myself making spag bowl. <laughs> well, you have, <laughs> actually. <laughs> but yeah, I guess, yeah. So yeah, that was, you would be Clarkson, yeah. Hammond and Hammond can drive. Yeah, he, he can, drive. He can drive, yeah. And he lives on a farm. 
I don't live on a farm. What's this? Why is this? For the last 10 minutes before we start recording, there's this chat about me being on a farm. I've never been on a farm. But you look like a farmer. Yeah. I don't look like a farmer. I look like you I live in like central one. London. <laughs> you know, you know, they say that, that Hammond is the best driver out of the three. Oh, really? They say that, yeah. Oh, I'll just take that then. That sounds he, about right. He just, he just, uh, oh, he just doesn't know he's limit. 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 Yeah, but yeah. A, 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 you know, he is apparently the best driver out of the three. Yeah, well, then that, that perfectly sums us up. Yeah, uh, when are we next doing a road trip, by the way? Have um, we already planned? We should do one soon. We should, yeah. We were talking about that West Coast adventure, which I don't know if we'll ever have the time to do, but... As in, like, West Coast of Wales? America. Uh, uh, West, oh. West, West Coast of... <laughs> what, going up from Cardiff up to... No, not the West Coast of the oh, UK. Okay. Um, West Coast of America, we wanted to do go and buy cheap American cars and do the do the Top Gear road trip. That yeah. would be actually really fun. Yeah, it would be, be so free. good. But would we buy trucks? I don't think I'd buy a truck. I think I'd want to buy, like, an old 80s Camaro or something. I don't know how much they would be, though. Like, uh, you've really got to think about the used car market is going to be completely different out there. We would be buying, like, sheds, right? Like, Yeah, sheds, but but I think, like, not trucks. I don't think I want to do a weekend, mm, yeah. tru- like, old crappy trucks. I mean, my goal would just be to buy the most reliable car. Oh, yes, you're so boring. I, no, but I just don't want to break down in the middle of some national park where there's, like, I, I, bears and snakes around. Yeah. Ohio. You definitely Ohio. don't. You don't, you don't want to break, break down there, do I you? think Ohio's yeah. quite nice. Is it? There was something, something. What's the shithole bit of America? <laughs> well, there's quite a few. There's quite a few too. As you know well, there's quite a few places. <laughs> I really didn't like, um, is it Mississippi? What was, no, Jacksonville. Where did I send you the photo of that Ferrari dealership that was abandoned? Oh my God. Do you remember I sent you during Italy? Drive the World? Yeah. <laughs> during Drive the World, the I'm going to say... <laughs> This was genuinely. I'm, I'm going to ignore Maranello? that comment. Yeah. No, no. I'm so offended by that. I'm going to ignore that comment. Um, hold on a sec. Was it Louisiana? Jackson, Louisiana? No, hold on. I'm going to find this because it was such a dump. It's the only place we had to run away from during. Um, yeah, Jackson, Mississippi. Okay. Jackson, Mississippi. I'm sorry if any of you are from there. It's a. It's a. It's an s hole. I mean, it's like it's just a dump. And there was a Ferrari showroom there, which. It looked like it had been burnt to the ground. Did they have cars in it? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this up. And sorry, Ben, for making you do this editing. But um, where is it? I'm gonna go Ferrari? <laughs> it's just it looks like something out of Ferrari. <laughs> Where's the worst place you've been that maybe you've had here high expectations? <laughs> <laughs> Sam's studio. <laughs> so harsh. <laughs> look, look, hold on. Oh, so good. I hope the sign's still up. Oh, come All right, on. Well, while you're doing that, I've got some car news. Oh, please, oh, please. Oh, so, so I can't really tell you too much, but some friends of mine have seen the new replacement of Entador <gasps> in, in oh, the flesh. This is car news that I like to talk about. In the flesh. Yeah. And um, what did they say? I can't they tell you. It, it's good <laughs> yeah, yeah. because they signed an NDA and they still want the car. <laughs> so this is theoretically launching this year so I guess if they're being shown it we're going to be shown it any day now right it's, it's March, March. It, yes and yeah. it's any time now but I, I, I no, can't I tell March. you what they've I told it's me it's March Tony <laughs> <laughs> and, and is this and Paul will know more than maybe even any of us is this properly a new car or is this an event store with a hybrid engine uh, hmm. see I don't know that mm. no 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 it's, I it's, do, a, it's a new, I can't tell you it's, a, it's definitely a new engine it's definitely a hybrid system I've heard figures are just over a thousand PS, but around seventeen hundred kilos. Is it going to look? 
Oh, no, no. Mm. It's going to look... Imagine, like, a more futuristic Aventador mixed with a Cyan. Okay. Is, I think, the best way but that But new I've... model, new name, yeah, new yeah, model yeah, yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. This and is it's, the... and it's, um, it's all on Instagram to see because they submitted... Of renders and stuff? Yeah. They've submitted, like, patent images so you can actually see the physical lines of what the car is going to look like. With a dual-clutch gearbox? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I am sort of excited because I like what Lamborghini have been doing the last few years in terms of like just staying true to Lambo and not yeah, really yeah. conforming to the world. They've just gone, we don't care. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. keep making stupid cars. There's a part of me that thinks if it's like really good, I'll be a bit upset. I kind of want it to be <laughs> yeah, a bit crap yeah, yeah. still. Um, but, yeah, well, let's wait and see. Mm. I just worry because I think the, the Cian, the Centenario and what else have just, I thought looked a bit the crap. Quintash. I quite like the contest, okay. <laughs> but but I I just thought they looked a bit crap. So I'm worried if they're going in that direction that it's going to look a bit. I I think the visuals of it will look. I think it, in some colours it might look quite busy. Is kind of the vibe yeah. I'm getting. But will I mean, you get a chance uh, to drive it? Will you? Are you? Are you? In? Uh, I hope. You hope. If there is anyone <laughs> from, from, from Lamborghini, from Lamborghini listening now. Um, I'm sure I'll get to drive one. Sure. Um, obviously, the, the goal and the, the greatest opportunity would be able to go on the global media pressure. Yeah, you Wherever right that is, there, to be right? one of the first to drive it would be absolutely insane. Now, my wife still calls you Facelift Aventador. You're in her phone <laughs> yeah. as Facelift Aventador because the first time we just met... that we, or Paul Facelift No, no, just Facelift Aventador. Because the first... Facelift my first name, Aventador. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> we did a road trip in like 2016, like after Vicky and I just met and Paul was there alone because your missus was supposed to be coming and didn't yeah. cheers uh, <laughs> your every out. single dinner and lunch you were like yeah but the thing about facelift defense stories it's like uh, and maybe the facelift and so is this a car that you could or would buy no yeah. i hope he's got a few quid yeah what's it, gonna be like 400 is, grand this, no 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 I, I i think it's gonna be more it's gonna be more than 400 grand with extras it will be yeah, yeah. no way i always so what about. you think list price will be what 370 380 yeah probably mm. What where, where does that position us? What eight uh, twelve super fast? We know is what two sixty something like that starting <clears throat> plus option yeah yeah plus options um, two eighty I think plus options two eighty plus options. Um, what else have we got in that sector? McLaren well, they no. have, they're not making anything at the minute. No. Uh, um, I, th I think it's it's supposed to sit in line with SF ninety. It wow. Can't, you can't ask nearly half a million quid for an Aventador. And a non-special edition <clears throat> Well, they are with the, uh, with the Ultimates. Well, they might they might be, but... How much is an Ultimate? I'm driving one of them in a few weeks. I mean, it's that it's is an a, experience. That is, they, won't, yeah. they, won't, they, won't, they won't... You need luck. They won't, if they're that money, they won't sell them. Well, they will sell them, Tony. They're already it, sold out. I oh, so, well, look they at can make, round they can make them out. half a mil, they'll sell them. Okay, look at SF90. No, but the problem with the SF90 is not the price, mate. Well, the problem with the SF90 is not, as you discussed the other week, it's not Ferrari. The people that bought it, firstly, there were delays, there were issues, there were journalist problems. And then the people that bought it didn't understand it. It turned up and people went, I don't really see the point in this. I've already got an 812 GTS. I've already got a 296 coming and I'm in an F8. So it was the lack of understanding of that car, not the price. Well, yeah, the pr the price has got to be in there because they're a hundred grand off list. Because so, no one wants them, mate. Mm. Yeah, look, at any right. other, they're, they're, look at 812 Competizione or fully spec 812 GTS. There are plenty of other Ferraris that price-wise people are very happy to pay for and have held or, or have a different kind of value. It's an SVJ Roadster. Yeah, but but that's a used car. Yeah. yeah. And it's 490. 
There's a, there's an Ultima Roadster for 600k with not delivery miles. That's what selling. they're asking. Yeah, they're not yeah. selling. They're yeah. selling return cars. They're not selling for that. It's ridiculous. Um, I, but I I I I don't think you can. I think Lambo is different to Ferrari. Firstly, oh, yeah. I think flagship V12 Lambo is different again to Ferrari now that Ferrari've got so many models. And I just think the SF90 is a bad example value-wise because it's actually one of the biggest flops for Ferrari in the last 10 years. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. So you're predicting if it's a, let's say it's a 425 grand car, let's say spec'd up, you're predicting that no one's going to buy them. No, no, it's and fine they're at 420. Come to, and they If it's half a million. Okay, so it's spec'd up if it's half a million. So if they, let's say it's list price, Retail price four twenty plus options half a mil. You think no one's going to buy it, and then it's going to end up on the market at three fifty after a year. Well, yeah, because even even old SVs done that. What about four GT, mate? That's a pile of shit, and everyone. Sorry, there we go. Ken, car park chat, loose mouth Sam over here. Um, it's because I can't swear at home now around the baby as well. So it's my only chance to get get my real voice. So out. yeah, that, that, that's another example. Full GT. I mean, what a f-ing piece of shit. Oh, don't, don't you Ben bleep all this out? But you say that, mate. They're still trading in this country above list. In America, they're still over a million well, pounds. Well, these double people the need their fed it's the, it's, I think it's iconic. It's iconic. I th- I think I'm. I hate to say it, mate. I think you're going to be wrong about Aventador. Massively. Right. Well, let's look at the old Aventadors and they've all, they've all done money, so not no, but much. Mate, after 10 Percentage years. wise not much. After 10 years, they everyone like, was happy to buy them at the beginning and they were all trading above value for yeah. ages. They were like 215 plus options, the Aventador. And the now the ones. cheapest one's like 160. 10 yeah, that, years later. Yeah, but all right, well, that's, we say that about a 458. We say it's the same era. What are you trying to say? No, I'm not trying to say anything, but <laughs> you can say that about 458. No, but this is I, the flagship know, V12 Lambo. You I, think people aren't going to pay I for it. I know SVJs that that when they were still being made, coupes, they were 100 grand off list. Straight being away. Being offered from the factory. No, 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 no. Being offered as used cars. So they were 425 list yeah. and they were going for 325. With no miles on them. So the people that bought them have just had an amazing investment because they're now 450. Well, yeah, so maybe they have. But yeah. that's what that's the money they were. That's so what they you should had, be doing, Tony. They buy had, a Lamborghini. I, I, they had I, shit. I well, think yeah, but because the, the Lamborghini I did buy, I lost a hundred grand on. It. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I was fuming. Yeah, that's why I was fuming. But at one point, you definitely got offered a lot of money over for it, and you said no. Well, when I first got in it, <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's bitter. But that's, but that's, the, that's the same with anything, though. A lot of people slag us off for often talking about, mainly talking about Ferrari and Porsche on this podcast. <laughs> and and here be- I am. It's because it's because they're the only two brands that Tony hasn't got burnt on. <laughs> he hates everyone else. No, I, I, I have not buy a Porsche. Anymore. He's blacklisted. <laughs> I, 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 have, I have lost money on him, but but not to that extent. Okay. McLaren, Mercedes, Lamborghini, done my shirt on. Yeah, but you loved it. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. At the time, you did until yeah, you, you did. until you, you nearly, lost your money. You nearly bought an Aventador S. Oh, no, I did. Yes, you did. Oh, actually, to yes, be fair, I there was, no, there was half a moment. There was half a moment <laughs> no. where you bought an Aventador. Um, can I just show you? Sorry, this is Ferrari Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Like, look at the sign. Like, I think this closed like three months ago. That could be in Italy, though. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> as much as I love Ferrari. It's like my show. It was terrifying. As I say, only place we've ever run away from, it was just the like the biggest, like, look at that. I, I kind of want to buy that signage. Um, anyway, dump. You won't have to buy it. Just nick it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably will. If I can wage your way through the crack addicts. There's a computer game in there somewhere of like the zombies of Jackson, Mississippi. I really hope we don't have a big Mississippi audience. I'm not sure they can afford 
Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm really out of control today, aren't I? Yeah. As I got back from this road trip, I tell you what, I am so the snobbery's really coming out. Literally, literally. Yeah. Spent one, one, one or two days down in Austria. We pulled your friends. Suddenly, I'm in love with the bar. Honestly, that event was so ridiculously like resplendent. I, I and because I was there, it's the first time I've really had a car that is that much money, and I, I was just like, "Hello, I've arrived." Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, everything was getting paid for me. So. <laughs> what a dickhead. Um, now, speaking of big expensive cars and actually SF90s, did you see Max Verstappen bought an SF90? I did. Did he? Yeah. yeah. It's that kind of classic thing where F1 drivers in the off-season seem to have gone a bit silly. Carlos Sainz picked up his 812 comp, yeah. which I guess was comped. And then uh, Verstappen buying an SF90. And there was that great quote that I saw everyone, everyone's a Ferrari fan. <laughs> Even if you, like, yeah, yeah. It Race was... against them. <laughs> yeah. You still he's got, he's, I, I heard by the comments, which obviously is the truth, mm -hmm. that he's got loads of Ferraris. Oh, does he? He's got yeah. whips. Apparently he's got a Monza. Really? Yeah. Good lad. Yeah. Yeah, but Toto Wolff had loads of Ferraris, just sold his F40. Yeah. So, there's a, I mean, a lot of those drivers and team presidents that are, do collect mad cars. And of I course. Think, you know, Seb Delaney went for a while, didn't he, of doing like car collector's collections or something like yes, that. He yeah, did, yeah. Because Lewis has got rogue cars like that weird SL Championship Edition, Lewis Hamilton Edition SL, and then he had the, Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that, and he's got a black series, and he's got SL65 black series. He's got Ferraris, now. Lewis yeah, as well. Yeah, he's yeah, got he the laugh, yeah, like yeah. 599 GTO. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, who was it? Was it Vettel when he cleared out a lot of his cars recently as mm. well? So I think if you've got loads of money and you're into cars, you'd be hard pushed to find someone that doesn't put a Ferrari in their, like, top 10 dream car garage. Yeah, and even just on an investment level, but just quite... Interesting that he's picked up an SF90, mm. considering that no one else wants yeah, them except yeah. Tony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, should, they should have all bought Lamborghinis, judging what you two have been saying over the last yeah, five minutes. To be fair, should. to be fair, <laughs> I, I would I'll say... I'll bet you life they haven't got one. Well, Gaz, uh, Gaz has definitely got, def, Gaz has definitely got one. Got a Lambo? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's got a Urus. Pretty oh. sure Lewis has got a Urus. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 
Really? Yeah. Oh. I don't. Oh yeah. Well, I would say that there will not be one Lamborghini guy who will be disappointed in the new Aventador. Not no, no, not at all. Well, Ferrari people were disappointed in the SF90. Oh yeah. mate, I, I'm 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 not sure. I think I can't say flipping hell. I can't tell you. But I, I would disagree with that. Was your friend Knowing, disappointed? Knowing what, knowing what I You can I say know. what your friend was. We, by the way, mate, you have not signed an NDA. You have not signed yeah. anything. No, but I don't want to drop them don't in the... Don't drop in your friend in it. You're not naming anything, but you can be a little bit more loose-lipped than you're saying. Was your friend happy or disappointed? You can say that, mate. You're he, not, you he, was, he was on the fence. He was on the fence. Yeah. And he is a current event store owner? Had all of them. Had all of them, okay. And he was on the fence. Looks-wise or stats-wise? Mm, looks okay. more than stats, yeah. Interesting. So that's yeah. why I think they're going to go down that dodgy route. Which I, but that's all yeah. new cars, right? Changes. Said interior was amazing. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So what on earth are they going to do with that? But they, I mean, I guess Aventador interior <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did need some work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going in this toilet is better than sitting in an Aventador. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Fair. Literally. Literally. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, Science is 812 comp, to go back to that story from a second ago. Um, they're living their best life in the off-season. I, I know we don't are. want to go down the uh, after the checkered flag route being such a popular podcast. Well, if you want to find out what F1 drivers have been getting up to in the off-season, go back and check <laughs> yeah. out uh, exclusively over on Recast, Paul and I's last episode of After the Checkered Flag, where we talked a little bit about it. But yeah, we missed out on the fact that Science picked up a competition anyway. They'll all be back now, though, right? I think, I, th- I mean, I get well. the feeling like they're all getting back on it now. There's yeah, been a lot of, yeah. like, back. In the sim, like, was up in the up in the race champions. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that's back on it. He's driving. It's a competition, isn't it? True. <laughs> I read, oh my god! I read something. Oh um, my god! This is not the way this podcast is going to go. <laughs> I am not going to do this. I, I read an article yesterday that the Titanic didn't actually sink. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was at the bottom of the sea. Jack <laughs> could have got on the door with Rose. Yeah, yeah, I've not seen that film, so I don't know. Would you relate you to? Have you not them? seen Titanic? No. Are you joking? You are joking, mate. No. What do Honestly, you do with your I time? I told you at the beginning of this episode, don't reference films. He sleeps. What do you do with your time? Sleeps. <laughs> what was the last film you saw? I work hard. No. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last film you saw? I did go to the cinema on my birthday to watch Avengers. The latest Avatar. Uh. <laughs> That's not a film, mate. It is a great film. Actually, I, no, I think it's like the biggest selling is film it? of all yeah, time. Yeah. 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 Okay, is, but before that, before that. Top Gun, the new Top Gun. I've not seen the That's old a good one, film. Though. It is. It's a, new gr- Top Gun. It's a yeah. great yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Good film. Actually, now. that has saved cinema in a lot of ways because oh, sure. yeah. it, during lockdown, I think everyone was pushing towards Netflix and all these streaming platforms, and it was Tom Cruise who came back and said, No, yeah. cinema's here to stay. And that yeah. was a proper, Did you, you have to see it in the cinema. Cineworld shares during lockdown, they literally lost, I think it was around 95% of their entire company value during lockdown. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because who was going and, uh, for a long time? Oh, I didn't we weren't allowed. Well, and I didn't want to. When, when we were allowed, I didn't want to go back to the cinema. Yeah. I was like, what's the point? And then everything was at home on your screen. So there felt no need. But then, Are when you a cinema goer? Obsessed. I'm film obsessed. Really? Uh, film I know obsessed. you're film obsessed, but, but I didn't know you was like a proper cinema goer. <laughs> yeah. With your popcorn yeah, uh, and your ice cream. Well, oh, yeah. No. Well, can't no. afford that. <laughs> <laughs> he can. Ma- magnitude Finance can help out with that. Um, no, no. 
if a film warrants it, I wouldn't go and see like a, a gritty drama or an independent film necessarily, yeah. but 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 Top Guns, Avatars, Mission Impossibles, I'm just naming Tom Cruise films. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, if, if a film deserves it, I'm definitely... I would say there are films that you need to see in the cinema to experience it as a, as a blockbuster. Interstellar. But there are also films um, that you can kind of just wait until they come onto the... Princess t- Diaries, you know, you don't know, see well, that. It's you know. a great film, actually. Anne Hathaway. <laughs> just don't need to see it in the cinema. Fantastic performance. Yeah, yeah, just watch it at home. Yeah. It's, you know, it's actually great. You know, and, uh, one Judy thing Garland's I did in see well. in the build-up to <laughs> Avatar Two, <laughs> no, no. the build-up to Avatar Two was behind the scenes of uh, the Mission Impossible stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm all over the, the new Mission Impossible. Where, like, so I've named it four times in this podcast. Rides a motorbike <laughs> yeah. off the side of a mountain and base jumps. Base- now, do you think Tom Cruise is as legit as he is because of Scientology, or just because he's was always going to be legit? I think Tom Cruise will continue to perform his stunts until he he dies of can't I, I i genuinely believe like he kind of has a dream of dying on set i think he'd become such a legend he'll just continue to get older like he has a eight, dream of no, no, dying no, no, no. on set what i'm saying is like he's one of the only ones that does his stunts right in no. the most extreme ways and if he continues, it'll eventually become a point where he's like 85 years old and hanging out the side of a plane. And but, I think like the legacy that he would leave of like he died midway through filming some monster well, 85, thing. a good chance he'll just drop down dead. Well, anyway. Exactly. <laughs> so he's, life got, anyway. he's got those two options. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so, okay, so I see what you're saying with the stunt thing. Tony, you can wade in here because you have a good friend who has worked with Tom, hasn't he? Yeah, on, on yeah, a few yeah. film stuff, yeah, doing, yeah. doing a lot of the car stuff. So it's yeah, relevant for this yeah, chat. yeah, yeah. Um, I would say that the stunt part is only a, a, a little tiny amount of what makes Tom Cruise fairly special within the film industry. Yeah. I think we hear a lot about it and it gets talked about a lot because it is impressive. I think there are plenty of other film stars who do do their own stunt work. Uh, I think Tom Cruise and his PR team decided very early on that that would be a good thing to showcase. And a, a lot of the stunts are fairly outrageous. But I think his work ethic and work mentality and film obsession is what has what will continue to push him yeah, I forward. Think, I think what's made him is his is attention to detail and uh from what my pal says is the way he makes all his team feel around a, him. He's a ultimate people people leader, right? Yeah, yeah. he's a pat on the back man. Or he'll also give you a bollocking if you need one. You know, if you're if you're a normal human being, you've got Tom Cruise coming up to you and putting his arm around you and, and encouraging you to do something, you're going to run through a wall for yeah. him. And I think he's very, very good at that. I don't think he, I don't think he cares if you're someone, an A-lister or someone who sweeps the floor. I think he treats everyone the same from what my friend says. So he just wants to try and get the best out of everyone. On yeah, the team. his attention to detail is like through the roof, apparently, and go back and do that again. And don't forget, he is often the production, so he he's he's writing the checks for these films, and he doesn't care. Like my mate does all the all the builds, all the cars, and does all the stunts for him, and um, he'll he'll come in and say, um, right, we we want we want this, and we want this like that, and we want this like that, and they go, no, 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 it's not possible, and he'll say, we'll get it done. Like, I just don't make, care. Yeah. Just, just do it. It's, Sounds like you at Gravelwood. It's Mission Impossible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> it's what they say. Schum- they say the same per- characteristics for Schumacher. That, that that's what he was. That he wasn't necessarily always the quickest or whatever, but his ability to 
corral people and inspire people and get the best out of people um, to pull that whole team forward. And that's that's what it is. You're, it's team management, isn't yeah. it? Um, I remember Donkeys years ago when I was doing the PR stuff and we did a, a, one of the cruise films. And what was amazing, I thought, which is exactly what you just said, Tony, is usually if you walk a star along a media line, they're fed up by interview three or four and they never really care and they just turn up and they answer the questions. Sometimes if it's an old school star with an old school presenter, they might say hi. Tom would spend two minutes talking to the stand-in presenter for welovefilms.com. Yeah. And he'd go, how are you, man? This star, thank you so much for coming down. What do you think of the film? Like, So by that point, the interview was so <laughs> like blown over. They'd had a long chat with Tom Cruise. They're like... I love you, Tom. How are you? Like, you know, and we'd never ask anything yeah. difficult. And we had this special group of special access photographers who were like these top end, best of the best they do in photography. Five or six of them. They were super hardcore. Never impressed by anything or anyone. Tom walks in. Guys, how are you? Like high five and hugging everyone. Before we do anything, let's take a picture all together. So he stands in the middle with the photographers around him. They take a shot where she goes, thanks so much, guys. At that point, they're like, okay, Tom, <laughs> whatever. Like putter in their hands. So yeah. it's, ver it's very clever. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's working people. And I wonder whether that's a Scientology thing because Will Smith is the same up until the punching someone <laughs> in the face. Uh, and he was a little bit Scientology. But it's, it's, there, I think there's something in that where they're, told to or trained to you know try and yeah just just work with people and get the most out of people and kind of almost well, not do you remember when we were at silverstone mm -hmm. and all of the celebs that were there in the paddock over the weekend yeah and yeah they'll take the odd selfie but they would also try and get to where they were going and then we turned around the corner and there was this huge crowd and you actually couldn't see who it was because he's about foot smaller than everyone else and literally he took a selfie with every single person he walked the length of the paddock to get to the mercedes garage and said hi to everyone he was smiling like there was not a single moment where his smile dropped from his face he this was is tom cruise by the way. on the entire time <laughs> just to clarify Talking about, mate, me. Yeah. <laughs> um and it was it was awe inspiring to see mm. someone that could deliver that much energy and give it to everyone as yeah. he as he did that it was impressive next level celeb oh yeah he's a he's a proper a-lister yeah yeah get him to buy some whips don't he Mm. It's a car guy. He's a car guy. No, he's, he's a bike. bike, bike oh, he's a bike guy. Yeah. Yeah. Bike guy. Yeah, motorbike. Mo Are you still riding your bike? No, I've sold it. You sold it? Mm. Yeah. The because you the hyper motard. I sold. Yeah. <laughs> the what? The hyper motard. That sounds a bit rude, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Was it the Lamborghini thing? No, I sold that. Sold that I sold well. that. Yeah. But I, as I in, you sold it because you're done with bikes, or like? No, no, no. I, like, I literally wasn't riding it. It wasn't really the bike that I wanted. Right. It was really difficult to pinpoint the perfect first bike okay. because I tried to buy the bike that I wanted and it turned out the insurance was ridiculous. So the hyper motard was kind of like that middle ground where it's a silly bike, but it's also affordable if you just want to jump on it for your first year of riding. Okay, It was a good introduction introductory bike and I could have kept it and learnt a lot more and really enjoyed riding that one in particular uh, but I did 400 miles on it in the space of about 18 months so I made the decision last spring summer early summer that I was going to ride it down to the dealership that I wanted to try and sell the bike so that a prospective buyer would have the entire summer to potentially buy it there's no point in putting up a bike for sale in November Turned out the guy bought it in November. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you think you'll get another one or you'd... I will, but like, again, going back to the way that I drive, I like a comfy cruiser. You need a Harley. 
I've looked at the electric, the live wire thing, but it's okay. just crazy expensive. But it looks properly cool. And Ben Affleck drives one, so obviously I'd look as cool as him driving one. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll work out great. Uh, <laughs> but at the end of last year, they launched a new Diavel, which was the bike that I had, the Lamborghini Special Edition bike. Okay. Just insanely expensive. And then an insurance company tried quoting me half the value of the bike for one year insurance. Oh, well, sounds cheap if you're riding it. <laughs> <laughs> but will the new one be any cheaper to insure? Surely you'll be in the same problem. Uh, no, no, no. It's just because that was a special edition. So I was trying to insure it at the aftermarket at the used car <laughs> value i show it for four hundred thousand dollars because like it, they were a super rare bike so if someone wanted to nick one mm. and i go back and say oh yeah it was it was worth 28 grand because that's what it was from ducati really the value of it at the moment the last one that came up was 69.995 so what do you think about that do you insure your cars at market value or what you paid you should insure market, market value. Yeah. Market value. Yeah. So what should I be insuring the GT3 at? 125. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were both going to say that. I shouldn't, I shouldn't How many miles that. have you done on it now? Two and a half thousand. Oh, a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's trade value. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, what, 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 what would you, would you, you genuinely insure? Because I insure, I have a little buffer, but I don't go like over the top. Like you're talking about, double or triple the value for that bike. I didn't insure it for 70 grand. Okay. okay. Or try to. Because I'll, yeah, I say, I'll, I'll usually put a 10 or 20 grand buffer on top. You want to be able to replace it, mate. Exactly, exactly. exactly. The, the, like, the, like the 360, I think according to the insurer, it's probably worth about 25 grand. <laughs> so I, I, I inflate that value. Yeah. But the GT3, I think I've only, I think I've insured it for like 170 or 175. But an, an insurance company will, you know, they'll always give you, Counter offers mm. anyway. You so can argue the value as well. You, you can argue. I did with the, my the, fa <laughs> the, va the value really doesn't make too much difference because they got to replace the car. So you know, if but you, if it's stolen or written off, it you get a settlement. No? The, yeah, I mean, you cannot you cannot have another car if you want. The problem is replacing your car, car yeah. like for like, is not going to be a it's thing. Not possible because yeah. there's not there's not. So I think Porsche will just refuse to spec it. Build another one. <laughs> they'll <that> they'll <laughs> give you. They'll give you the market value of what a manual mileage GT3 would be. Yeah, okay, so I should stop declaring online what the value is, the, you, the mileage is so that I can lie. <laughs> what you can't do is go, my car's worth nothing. It's really cheap, which obviously will pull to your insurance the, quite yeah, down. Fair, 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 and fair. then you can't go the other side, which that guy with the Bugatti Veyron found out when he drove it into the lake. To He literally insured that car for like double the value of it. It was like, he insured it for like 2.5 million quid. I don't know the story entirely. Okay. But do you remember the video of him yeah, driving yeah, into yeah. the lake and then he let the engine run so yeah. that the entire car was a write-off? It's just insurance fraud. Well, yeah, that's a whole different thing. Because <laughs> he meant to crash. As I said, that is literally insurance fraud. <laughs> you're, like, you're, you're just talking about a criminal. <laughs> yeah, like, your car, if you insure your car... I'm not driving my car off the side of the Alps going, oh, guys, need a payout. Yeah. yeah, but if you insured it for 250 grand, there'd be an incentive to do that. Well, I'll kill yourself. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not driving it off for now. I'm going to get but 250 I, grand. The thing is, you're literally talking about insurance fraud as compared to what is a sensible thing to insure your vehicle for should the worst case happen market yeah. value plus 10 percent <laughs> so that is about 300 grand for that car <laughs> where's your 296 tony 
being built. Still, uh, is it in build now? In build. <gasps> in purple as well. It's such yeah. a great choice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably going through quality control for the Hong, fourth time. Hong Kong viola. Viola, oh, mate. What a yeah. color. The internet would and go do, mad. Do you know? Yeah. Then well, wrap it satin black. And it's t- and it's twenty grand option that is by the way. So I haven't. I haven't. Viola Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, oh, twenty that? grand for some paint. Yeah, God, who would do that? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I love a jaunty paint. Um, I'm just going to have a quick look through our chat to see uh, if anything else came through that I thought we could... With a WhatsApp re- chat? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. da- dangerous, I know, but it's always worth having a quick look at... Just put what? it up on the screen. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, let's talk about your experience seeing the new Grechale. Because we're going to differ on this. This is the new Maserati little SUV. Oh, yeah. The McCann rival, which you spotted at Saxons, was it? Where did you spot it? No, at the new HRO in Hatfield. Ferrari Ferrari and Maserati. Okay, fine. So Mega Center. Mega oh, have you been there now? No. Oh, I was going to say, Huge, it's right? around the corner from me. I hoped you'd have called me. Yeah, well, that's what I would have. <laughs> In near Luton. <laughs> so you're going to say, no, 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 I don't live in central London, I'm going to say you live in Luton. Look, I know I'm underneath the flight path. So yeah, because I, I saw, we saw Guachali, uh, oh no, did we see Guachali? We saw the Alfa Romeo thing. Oh, it, also me, terrible. Yeah. Well, that is terrible. Yeah. Um, but I just saw Guachali in, Munich at the Motor World. I actually thought they were quite good looking and I thought in the Trofeo version they are quite looking but you said you thought it looked like a disaster. It's it's kind of trying to be a Porsche Macan. What's it like inside? It's actually quite nice inside. It's better inside than it is outside. Digital dashes and nice screens yeah, now. Yeah, but I also saw some pretty odd specs. Okay. They just had a delivery of about 120 and the guy that was showing me around the dealership was like... Did you help spec them? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> but I, I put a photo up on Twitter. I was like, please tell me I'm not the only one that thinks this just looks really strange. All of the comments were like, it's like a, a jacked up Ford Cougar. It's a cheap... Terrible the DBX Porsche then. Porsche McCann. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's worse looking than the DBX. So in in per so, uh, I, just I quite like it. Just I quite like it. Wrong. So would you have a Levante instead or you just wouldn't care at all? Yeah, I'd I'd rather have mm. a Levante. I think they look better. Because I quite like what Maserati are doing at the moment. Like I like okay, MC twenty we were a little bit interested. Your wife about. rubbing up on you. Yeah. Rubbing off on you or up on you? <laughs> I, I, oh, I, I, I hope she rubs <laughs> up on me, I'll be honest. He wishes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be careful though. <laughs> we already had one. Let's not rush into number two. Um but uh yeah, I, I say MC twenty I'm indifferent about, but I quite like the idea of the Charlie and the Trofeo version. And I don't know, I was quite intrigued by it. And then you were slagging it off in the group and I was like, oh, girl, stay quiet. Well, yeah, it just looked a little bit alien. And I know what you're going to say, Tony. You're going to like, in that price point, why on earth are you going to buy the Maserati? They're yeah. just going to struggle, well, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's four, four, five, six down on the list. Yeah. When you buy all the German cars and the Porsche and probably a that Land a Rover. Car. Would you have the yeah. Gracciale or would you have the Stelvio Quadrifoglio? None of them. No, no, if you had to choose between the two, I'm saying like if you chose the Italians, let's look at the Italians for a second. You've got Stelvio from Alpha or the Gracciale. Where are you leaning? Surely it's the Alpha. Well, it all depends what the new interior is like. Yeah. Pull up a photo. Uh, of both of them, because even the new. Oh, Stelvio is crap. We it's know crap. that. It hasn't moved on for six years. So Does it still run up? the Harman Kardon sound system as well? Yeah, but it's a terrible system. I mean. It's awful that the, the screen is crap in the Stelvio. And the, hot, the, oh. st- the Stelvio and, and Julio let themselves down with the interior. Yeah, yeah. I deleted yeah. the photo of the inside. It was terrible I'll, anyway. I'll, I'll pull it up. Well, there you go. I mean, flipping hell. I don't really know, mate. Neither of them. No, no, I'm, you have to pick. The Maserati. 
Okay. It's just the end of conversation. Such a brand. Yeah, but you, oh, it's got bad reviews on when you bring it up straight away. Oh yeah, the interior. The Alfa Romeo. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's slightly. Yeah, I'd have that. Just I want to have a go one of these. I, I really, I really want to have a go. I, one I, of these. I can imagine it'll probably be quite good. Are they doing a hot version? Yeah, there's a Trofeo. Yeah. This is the detuned MC20 engine. Oh, that's the one I have. Yeah, Sideways Sid's done a video in it. Who? Sideways Sid. The move on. He's being controversial. Uh, I wouldn't say. He's, I wouldn't say. <laughs> he's he's you fell into that trap straight away. <laughs> Sorry, Sid. Not that Sid was going to listen. He's too legit for us these days. He'll um, probably be on the sim. There you go. Okay, look, racing him in lockdown. Maserati Guachale, not. Even a trofeo, it's 75 grand at HRO. 75 Ooh. grand, and that's the Prima Seri. Is that the new one? It's the new one. I don't know what engine. So that's the Can GTS price, right? Two grand a month on finance. What is this? That balloon payment's about 18 grand then. Where's the engine? <laughs> like specification, full specification. Doesn't tell you which engine. Technical specification. TBC, 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 TBC. This is a great ad from HRO. It's literally... <laughs> We don't know what car we, we're yeah, selling. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't got they've the said car. the car is white. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I, I saw just, a white one. They've just said the car is white and it's the Prima Seri, but they don't tell you what engine's in it. They don't tell you anything about it. It'll oh. be a fairly standard car, I think. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to harass Maserati. I want to have a go. 75 those. grand. Yeah, that's, I mean, ridiculous. that's a joke, isn't it? F-Pace SVR money. Sounds like a lot of money to me. Mm. We all know F-Pace SVR is the route that you would go. Oh, yeah. If you want to get You could probably buy used... Uh, your RS6 that you've come in is probably 75 grand now, isn't it? You're in the it? RS6 again? Yeah, of course. Oh, I've been there. Love it. But you didn't love it. You loved the Taycan last week. No, uh, I actually, I was thinking about this. Oh, I, here I, we go. To, to actually drive as a car, I do prefer the Taycan to drive. Yeah. But the RS6 is a better car. And actually, I made a little mistake because I don't think it does compete with the RS6, the Taycan. Competes with the RS4? No, I think it competes in between them. I think it's, because it is, it's not, it is a similar size. When you put them to, yeah. uh, together in a line, they are similar size, just the Taycan's a little bit more squashed. Mm. But the RS6 is definitely faster than the Taycan, for sure. So to wrap things up, I've got a question for both of you. I need your help and advice. Potentially, I think in May, looks like me, Vicky, and the baby. Mm. We're going to head to the south of France for about a month, base ourselves down there. I'll obviously take one of my what jaunty life. cars. Oh. It's called work, mate. Uh, <laughs> It's a piss take, isn't it? Some, of the, some of the comments I've been doing if I could convince my wife five weeks into having a new baby that I've got to go off to work to Austria in my new GT3 and hang out with my man. <laughs> my life is a joke. Um, <laughs> but I want to try and arrange a long-term loan, a left-hand drive, like family car to have down there that I can use to ferry us around, but also Vicky can drive to ferry the baby around and things like that. So, RSQ3? Bit too boring? As, no, I think that's a cool car. Because good I, fun. That part of the world, I don't want anything that big. Because uh, okay. you know about the car, but do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I would, I, you know, go get an RS six. Okay. Yeah. But if you've got something big, the um, AMG GT four door e performance thing that's got like a thousand brake horsepower. That is cool. I just think, yeah, that is kind of cool. It's just big though, isn't it? But Tony, I don't want anything that low, do I? If I'm moving car seats around and stuff, I kind of no. I want something a bit higher, don't I? Yeah, I'm gonna do SUV. my back in. Yeah. Hummer H two. No, don't be a dick. Uh, um, what is, what's like, what's an SQ5 rifle? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a McCann GTS. What's, what are the McCann? McCann? No, but you know me and McCann's. SVR? 
SVR, FPS SVR, a little yeah. bit tiny bit bigger probably, but it is tiny similar. Bit bigger. I would take what I would you take drive an, every day. I would take an FPS SVR. Yeah, uh, oh, the uh, X3. Yeah, I mean, I could just ship the X3 down there, but I, I thought I'd take the opportunity to li- live with something else just and get something left hand drive. New that's the same sort of shape. RSQ3 is not a bad shot. Not a bad shot, right? There is the a bit small inside though. That car is a little bit yeah. small. GLA45 is in that same. Yeah, bit, same small. bit small. Bit small. Bit small. But G- I, I GLC. Do, like the GLC 63, or is that a bit, bit old? A bit crap. Well. Yeah, and the interior. Oh, it's terrible. Because you want something, I say, like in that part of the world, there's lots of narrow streets, tight car parks. You know, I, I could probably, I don't know what I could get, but you don't want to be in a Bentayga, for example. Mm. Oh, the best. The McCann's the best car. Yeah. Yeah, but I've been there, done that. So it's like. Oh, well, you haven't? You've never yeah. owned a McCann? No, no, but I've spent plenty really of time around McCann's. McCann. You really want a McCann? Yeah, I really like them. Can you get a diesel McCann still? No. They're, they're no, long gone. them off. Yeah, long gone. Yeah. You can't get a hybrid one either, can you? Not yet, no. no. Just a thirsty petrol one. There's an ele- no, there's a two litre petrol one. Uh, Same engine as in the, the Golf GTI. That's the, yeah. the McCann T. Yeah, yeah, well, it can be just, just a two litre. It hasn't got to be a two litre T. Oh, okay, it's just literally called a McCann. Yeah. yeah. And they do the S, which is the three litre yeah, in the GTS. I'd get the GTS. Oi, oi. Because I say it's going to, hopefully, going to be alone. So I'm just trying to figure out, like, I want to make interesting content, obviously, but also have a car that's usable. That it's quite a weird, it's quite a hard one to settle. It on. is the prop. The problem is as well is what most of all you know. What comes with a month or a two month old baby? It's not just a car seat and a baby. It's yeah. everything else. Everything that comes else with that comes it. with it. And uh, we've had brief conversations about sports cars, GT4, Lussos, and all that. No chance. Well, but there's a difference. It's not a thing. It depends what you're trying to do. If you're trying to ship stuff around with you, agreed. If it's no literally the, the baby in the car seat, obviously you can't, you know, isofix lol. If you're having a base, if you're having a car base, you can't have a sports car. Yeah. Like, and I, I, I will be doing more research on this, of course. But yeah, the minute you've got a base on there, an isofix base, you're screwed for any kind of sports it, car. Yeah, you can't, you li- you'd get the seat in the back and then there's no, you could do like a little, really little short journey if you're going for a drive, you've got no... It's yeah. no I'm assuming no, Vicky and no room. the baby are going flying. This is what we're trying to work out. Yeah, I, th- I think at the minute, ideally, we would all fly together. And, oh, and I pick would, a car up there. pick a car there. up there and, and, and have it as Just a take car. Seb's M3 Touring. I mean, to be fair, the M3 Touring <laughs> is kind of a dream. That's almost perfect. It's a bit low for Vicky's back to be, yeah. and my back, lifting the car seat in and out. Go M3 to Touring's perfect, but I, I've got M3 Touring on loan in a few weeks, so we'll see. So I don't want to double up on the content. Yeah. And then RS4, boring. Yeah. They, they haven't got a new C63 nope. um, estate yet, have they? So, But they're all the same. They'll all be a bit low. If one's low, they're all yeah. low. Yeah, for they're sure. And probably quite boring. Quite, probably quite boring. Yeah. It's a really hard one. So I've got to keep thinking. I mean, obviously it depends on what ma- manufacturers are willing to lend me stuff. <laughs> it's a huge part of it. But, but every, ev- everything's all going to be quite boring. And mechan- everything's boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's, it's finding new. that middle ground, isn't it? Yeah. It's finding that middle ground. It's something that is Why exciting. Why do you get Maserati enough. for it? Get that. The Gracciale, yeah. Because yeah, Maserati just... Gracciale, is that what it's called? Gracciale. Just spend 10 minutes lagging it off. Yeah. It's controversial. For me, yeah, for me, perfect. Like I would love a Gracciale. I wouldn't. I think a Stelvio. I would take a Stelvio Quattrofolio, but something like that would be more my preferences in terms of me. I think Vicky would say, "Yeah, just just get me another X." Why you've still got that F type and you haven't swapped it for a F Pace SVR? I do not know because I don't need that fuel get economy in my X3. life. Beca- what? This is same. Don't go anywhere. Mm, it's probably slightly worse because the point being. You're right, Tony. You are right. Of there's course, a, I'm there's right. a big I'm right. There, there, is, <laughs> there is a fundamental question of I've got what a way to end the podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank three, you. Two seater, <laughs> three two seater sports cars. 
um, which needs to change. But Vicky loves that X3, and I love that X3. It's a great and car. If I swap it for an F-Pace, that's fine. But she's she drives it the most. She's going to be driving it the most, and then she's going to be dealing with the crappier fuel economy and the slightly harder ride. It sounds like her problem. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm a bit like, I would prefer to swap the F-Type for a Project 8. Or nothing. You are mental. Just well, sell the mental. <laughs> or sell that, stu- sell that stupid Ferrari thing. Okay, let's Potter wrap Park. this thing up. So, uh, <laughs> there you go. Episode one of Car Park Chat. So, uh, something a little bit different, but still hopefully very familiar. Um, don't worry, Tony and I aren't going anywhere. If you've hated this and you hate Paul, don't stress. Um, if because- you watch his main channel, we know you'll like him. <laughs> <laughs> Regular format will continue, but fingers crossed, if your comments and feedback is positive, we will try as hard as we can depending even though this is now managing three people's schedules which is uh, even going to be harder than just Tony and I's we will try and make this a regular monthly feature so please we want to hear your feedback put it in the comment section below if you're watching here on YouTube if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify tweet us hashtag behind the glass uh, if you've been joining us on Recast thank you so much stay tuned Tony and I will be back with you live on Recast next week for another episode Paul and I will be joining you for an exclusive after Checkered Flag episode on Recast in a few weeks time once some of the car launches for the new F1 oh, season have taken right. place. If you want to follow Tony, in the meantime, he's at Tony Gravelwood Car Sales on most social media platforms. Paul is at Wallace PJW or Supercars of London, and I'm at Seen Through Glass. Uh, in some shape or form, we'll all be back with you very soon. Paul always has to get the last word in on any podcast. He cannot let me wrap up by myself, so I will let him finish this thing off. What are you going to say? We obviously want their feedback. Also, topic suggestions to talk about no we don't want that so there we go we're wrapping things up (laughs) we're wrapping things up we'll see you sometime soon bye-bye see ya as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.